0: Good morning, everybody. It's a Saturday edition of it the is. locker room, indeed. Yes, it is. Tunchon Wolf in the locker room with Matt Williamson sitting in, and hello, Matthew. How, how are you? you doing?
1: I'm swell. I'm moving along well. We got slow or swell. <laughs> we have lots to discuss. We got a game. We got a trade. We got you know, a bunch of practices There's coming up. A whole up. bunch of stuff going on. A whole lot of stuff going on. You know,
0: I, I, it was funny because
1: the trade just comes right in the middle of the game. Right. You know, there was were a lot of rumblings going, and, Is this
0: right. right? Is this, you know, they were all trying to check it out. And, you know, again, Can I got a report on, on this plate? yet. Yeah, the, yeah, trying to figure out what's going on and, on the game, much less who could be possibly, you know, coming from some other team to, to the Steelers, you know? <laughs> exactly. But again, Schobert's coming along for it. Were you, were you surprised, a six-round draft pick?
1: A little. Uh, I mean, I think Jacksonville is really bringing in their own guys with this staff. And he was last staff's, you know, addition. Um, you know, they're not getting much in return. I think it's a heck of a deal for the Steelers. When I you look too. at. It. I mean, you get a good player for a cheap price, pretty cost-controlled contract, too. Upgrade Sh- weakest
0: area. Yeah, I thought Schobert was, uh, you know, a pretty serious dude. Yeah. I mean, I, he's I, got some good qualities about him that, uh, you know, I, I know everyone's, well, I've heard just, you know, some guys talking about, well, Vince Williams caught him by surprise, but, it's not like it's there to replace Vince Williams because Vince was never a big coverage guy anyhow.
1: No, no. You know what and, I mean? And one similarity, though, Schobert was a very good edge pass rusher at Wisconsin who then moved to linebacker. So I think they'll get that element of – I always said Vince was a great blitzer, but he also was a great pass rusher. You know, like he just doesn't run through and blow somebody up. He had an array of moves and understood yeah. pass rushing. He, he he could he could rush well. I the bigger thing I thought he did because he's still
0: from the outside he could beat some guys, but mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't as prolific as he was from the inside. No right right right. He would find his way weave his way through traffic, mm-hmm. and some guys have it and some guys don't. Some guys naturally see the progression of what's going on in front of them and are able to use that to an advantage. And other guys, you know, they're they kind of like a blind dog in a meat house. Yeah. You know, They just
1: run into the the rear end in front of them, you know. (laughs) I do think Schobert has some of those Vince Williams interior blitzing qualities with a background rushing the passer. But he's an every-down guy. I mean, he's a starter on any team in the league. I I think they've lacked that guy. They get to move everyone down the pecking order a little bit as a direct result. And and I don't know, I mean, with with your responsibilities on the air, I don't know if you caught this, but when Missy interviewed Coach Tomlin at the half, one of the things he said was, our communication up front needs work. And, you know, there was all these rumblings at the time, and Schobert coming here. I'm sitting there thinking, this guy's an exceptional communicator, head for the game. Not that Bush isn't, but Bush is young. There's no question yeah. about it. And uh, I, I don't –
0: I look at I look at the work that Robert Spillane's already done. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's got some deficiencies, but every player does. Mm-hmm. Schobert is going to be, I think, one of those – I think it's almost more the guys behind him right now. I don't. I was a little. UG three and Marcus Allen uh, right now have not seen the
1: accelerated growth that I, I was hoping no. to see.
0: No, I, you know. I, I think um, we saw
1: plenty of Allen last year, kind of by default, and he's still got some qualities about him, and that's part of my the evaluation
0: process. I gotta. Sometimes you got to draw back from, and you get you know. You, you get excited about somebody. Well, yeah. yeah, and you you know the thing is you want you start to convince yourself that you're seeing something that you're
1: not. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean, and that's that's why I'd never I'd never make a good scout. <laughs> I think I fell victim to that with Ulysses a little bit too, because I was super excited about him. Look at all this athleticism, but he's still swimming. You know, yeah, he's, he's hard still to swimming. count on. He he, he
0: he he dunked himself a couple of times. Yeah, the other night. yeah. Sometimes he's um, sunk. Yeah, but uh, you know, and I think again, Buddy Johnson's a project for another year. Right. I, he's, mean, I think he's, yeah, just he's definitely right he's 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 more of a Vince Williams than he is uh, I right now that I look at like a Devin Bush or something mm-hmm. like that. I um, think he's just a year away. Period. Yeah. You know I mean? Easy. Easy. Um, he definitely would be a special teams pay the rent type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And he
1: could be really good in that capacity. Oh, he, there's he no question a bright about future,
0: it. But you can't count on him for this year. Yeah, absolutely. So I think again, it's almost like. Um, this is very uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, type, yeah, type of deal. You know, I mean, Kevin Colbert sees the need. There's the possibility. of so aggressive of need being, lately. Oh, it is. Yeah, that was. I was really impressed by that because you go out of nowhere. I mean, Kevin is just such a superlative uh, executioner of uh, great strate- strate- mm-hmm. strategery. Let me get that out. Yeah, you know, a- and Saturday
1: morning is just not my favorite no. time.
0: <laughs> You know, I'm a little bit offset here.
1: I'm not quite like in the groove. <laughs> and you mentioned the Minka deal, and here's what the difference is. I mean, obviously, Minka cost you a first round pick, and he's right. a superstar. But Chobert, Jacksonville paid his his money, his uh, signing bonus. So it's all just right in front of you. Okay, he's making six million this year. I think it's six or seven. I forget. Um, and that's very cost controlled. You knew that going in. You think he's worth it if you don't think he's worth it after the year, you can you can cut him with no ramifications to your cap or you can bring him back at a, a little bit more or you could renegotiate with him so he could be a one year rental or he could be a couple years down the road type of guy. They have a lot of flexibility with it and you know Jacksonville's the one that wrote the big check to him. Well, that's yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, here's a 23 million dollar signing bonus. Thanks so much, and they're not they're not getting that back. Well, I always liked Schobert
0: when he was in in Cleveland. I mean, he was, yeah. obviously was a guy that we had an opportunity to see twice a year.
1: Yeah, and uh, he, you know, he was always one of those guys. You go, wow, he's he's pretty good. He is pretty good. And one thing I keep bringing up with him too is he really those Cleveland years, and then a one in 15 Jacksonville team. He's basically been on the worst team in the league every year. He's been in the pros. I mean, that's got to wear on you. I mean, you know, we've seen Hayden come here from that situation. I bet he is so excited to be a Steeler and in a different organization with a winning history. I mean, he didn't get the good years in Cleveland. No, <laughs> yeah, you know, he got no. the rough years in Cleveland and right. then the terrible bottom out year in Jackson. You know,
0: you know what I think about that every time I see him is, is the great Joe Thomas. You know, he's oh, on the NFL yeah. Network. You know, this is a guy, Could you imagine
1: how many thousands
0: of, of reps did he take and never miss one? Never I mean, miss one. He's just easy unbelievable. Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, right. easy Hall of Famer. And uh, I, I look at that guy and go, man, that's a bummer. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have your whole career during some of the worst years that Cleveland ever had. Yeah. You know, that's just not certainly easy. certainly wasn't his fault at right. all. <laughs> oh, not yeah, at right. all. Super and the, I liar. got a lot of admiration for the great Joe Thomas. I, I appreciate his his skill and the fact that he played at such a high level for so long. Yeah. Despite, you know,
1: guys around him not not being real good. I, I don't know if Schobert will be at practice today. I'm sure he'll be there tomorrow, at the latest. But I'm psyched for you guys to kinda of report back because he's got this Watt Wisconsin connection with a lot of the team already. He's he, a cheese eater. He's right. a cheese eater, right. That's right. He played against the Steelers twice a year, so he understands Tomlin and what they're getting into and Ben and all Are these. You things. a cheese eater?
0: I like I like provolone, you know, Munster.
1: That's that's yeah. pretty good stuff.
0: How about garlic cheese? Garlic you know, cheese, cheese curds are awesome. Cheese curds. Oh. My
1: underrated cheese for sandwiches are horseradish cheddar. Oh, it, it's
0: you're speaking the language of love on that yeah, one.
1: Yeah, uh, oh dude, man. Now we're going down that road, Wolf. So I'm gonna, okay. Yeah, we're off on a tangent. Let's pull quick, it back. I mean, this, this is this is my my sandwich of of choice. Okay. Usually, marble rye, fresh. So much Golden's mustard that it like it just dripping, saturates right? it off there. A slice or two of horseradish cheddar, fresh like Dietz and Watson's or boar head, boar's head, peppered turkey. Boar's head, that's the boar's head. Peppered turkey to keep it healthy. Right. C- corned beef, pastrami. To keep it boom. A little. And it's less about than the yo high. You yeah. can hardly put your mouth on it's it. It's like, that's my a, you know, the choice.
0: Dagwood bumps that, uh sandwich. Yeah. If yeah. they comic book. Yeah. I, I actually deli- got a of those. pound of each. I was in Minnesota at the, the, the world's biggest mall up there or whatever it yeah, was years ago. Unbelievable. And they had this one a Dagwood uh, sandwich. I ate the whole thing. Did you really I and mean, that thing was stacked <laughs> about ten <laughs> inches high. So stuff. much meat on there. Oh, right. man, it was just ridiculous, and I just nailed that
1: thing. I, I haven't done enough of, like, the New York delis and things like that, yeah. where they just pow it on, and, you know, oh, yeah. A lot of pickle oh, on there, too. Oh, yes. Oh, that's Anyways, right. such right. good
0: stuff. All right, getting back to Schobert. This Somehow has been a Schaubert problem sandwich. with you, by the way. Yeah, Because
1: I start here, at, I get here, like, at 730, yeah. and by about – Wolf time in the locker room. I'm starting to get hungry, and you right. always bring up food. And by the time we're done talking, I know it's a shame. I just need to eat so much on the way <laughs> home. Yeah, what can I say?
0: It's like Jaluch. <laughs> Chil- Jaluch and I were hanging out all the time, right? And one time he goes at the the end of the year. He goes, man, I just came back from the doctor. He goes, what is it with you? And I said, what do you mean? He says, every year. I start off my cholesterol's nice it's low everything yeah. else I go back I hang with you for half a year and my cholesterol's up I gain weight <laughs> because you're a mess
1: <laughs> Stick around with me like,
0: like, yeah. I'm like oh sorry
1: <laughs> not your fault we all free will no one's like, making them do anything No
0: it's just you know what the after effects of when there's a lot of free food around you eat yeah. a lot of free food yeah. So We're getting back to about football, right? Yeah, we'll get back to Schobert. Schobert, I think again, as I look at it, the, the communication thing that uh you talked about Missy reporting with Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. That's very interesting because communication is something that people don't talk about. No. Communication, that's kind of funny. A little play on words there. I don't know. <laughs> there sometimes go, right? I make myself laugh, you know. <laughs> even well when it's yeah. unintended consequences. Yeah. They there. should
1: talk about communication more. Yeah. Should communicate about communication more. Um, The lack of it on defense is killer. It's you know I mean that's no one ever knows that as a fan or unless you're you're close to the team. I mean you listen to
0: Mike. Mike talks about the fact he says I need some yappers up there. I need some guys with big mouths Mm -hmm. who are relaying messages and carry it so that when you get the final look, you know when you got an offense that moves from look to look, you know with pre snap shiny stuff, little motion, little shifts, that sort of thing. You know you keep making adjustments, but you get that final call. When just before the snap, you got to play that final call, and everybody's got to be on it. Yeah, because they always say, you know, you don't have
1: to, you don't have to always get the the call right, but if you're all on the same call, well,
0: at you're least be everybody okay. knows
1: they're they're doing everyone's doing their job at Absolutely. least. Right. Absolutely right. And we even talked about it a week or so ago. The Ray Lewis's and Keeklies that just have such a head for the game and can make their move your three technique a step to the left, or you know, just because there's a really good chance of tendencies are going to go that way, or Angles with your linebackers are so important. And if you know it pre-snap, you know, what an advantage you have. And I don't know if Bush is good, bad, or indifferent in this regard in this communication, but he did mention it at the half, and I didn't think it was an accident. And Bush no. is young. Oh, yeah, there's He's no question. Young. And Spillane's yeah. young, too. Right, right,
0: right. You know, they're both two young guys. The fact of the matter is they both uh, they both green-dotted, I think, at one point. Um, I think so. You know, in the, in yeah. the past. Um, I, I, I forgot who had it the other night, but regardless, you know, if you go and look at the tape, I've been watching the game over and over, I'm like, I'm getting blinded, man, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, ever, you got those blue light glasses, blue I light got glasses. a pair, of, my wife got me a pair, she said, they're, they're good for you, put them on, I'm like... Well, I got these glasses, which you know are my cheaters, your readers, and then yeah, when yeah. I, when I, my readers, yeah. and cheaters, and what I'm supposed to do, put the the light, the blue light glasses over top of them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I got I got more stuff going on in my front of my
1: eyes than than than, than the movie thing going on. Another quick tangent. This is going to blow your mind. <laughs> this is a new invention in the contact world. I have terrible vision too, and I've had okay. glasses since I was like second grade one of my contacts I can see really well far and the other one I can see really well short but they don't do the opposite and your brain adjusts after like a couple weeks but if I close one (laughs) I can't see far if I close the other I can't see near so it used to be I couldn't see far and then all of a sudden I needed readers but they said instead of that try these two completely different contacts and my brain after like two weeks Started to learn, and they've adjusted. But it's weird. <laughs> I may never be able to look at you the same. Right. If I do this,
0: I'm like I can't quite see you. But if I do this, you look. Every time I think I get poked in the eye.
1: Right. So like I'm driving down the road, and I have a water there, and I put it up to my face, and my right contact gets covered. Well, my left one's my foggy long one. I can't see the car in front of me. So I oh no. <laughs> it's bonkers. You know, it's like it's anyway. Like, it's
0: like Dodge during the game one time. Comes up to the doctor. I'm like looking at him. He goes, Doc, I'm seeing double out of my right eye. And uh, and, and Doc goes, Oh, well, let me check you." He goes, Well, Dunch goes, Well, I'm okay, though. I, if I close my eye, only, I, I'm good down to one.
1: <laughs> like, no, that's I don't not think that's good. the answer. That's right? not yeah. the answer he's looking for, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> you know? Don't oh, play with one eye. Crazy. That's not the
0: answer. No doubt. I, I really believe <laughs> communication is just yes. such a huge thing. And again, Watching the tape the other night, I was watching, and you got some uh, miscommunication between some zone and man uh, coverages that mm-hmm. you, you could see the breakdown in the secondary. You know, um, there's some uh, twists and stunts that uh, look like they were kind of run, and uh, they were run guys kind of falling into it, and you know, like
1: Even oh, we the, didn't mean to do Even the Louder this. Milk sack, I think it was, two guys were in the same gap and ran yeah. into each other. <laughs> exactly. Like the, yeah, That's like, the yeah, point. Yeah. Yes. And so I can see that.
0: I mean, if you're really having some issues and problems with the communication factor, yeah. Well, let's eliminate that. And the fact that you got somebody like Schobert who is noted for his pass coverage abilities, mm-hmm. guys. Absolutely. Uh, he's, I think he's got like nine or ten interceptions. Yeah, he's got good hands and yeah. ball skills. I mean, and you know, that and, sort of yep. thing. I, I believe is going to be invaluable. He's an every along. snap
1: guy. He played like 1,100 snaps last year. Too. Right. You know. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. So I I look at this guy and it's funny because he's
1: kind of he's not like a. A real stack guy. He's kind mm. of a longer body guy. He kind of, of does look like an edge player. Yeah. Like a T.J. Just, a little bit, like he did with exactly. Wisconsin. Yes. Right, yeah, right, right. I right. would say so. Yeah.
0: You know, he's a cheesy. <laughs> so what's your favorite <laughs> cheese
1: again? I like horse fast cheddar. <laughs> you, know, you know,
0: so I think bringing, bringing Schobert on is going to be is, – is an excellent move by, I think by so Colbert. Um, I also look for the young guys now. This is another guy that they can look and learn from. Oh, you know, I question. mean, if you're Mark good you for Johnson, Elman, yeah. And, uh, yeah, for Johnson, that for UG three, I still UG three does some really good stuff on uh, the special teams. Um, he, that may be his saving grace. You would hope, um, but it's getting crowded. Yeah, it is getting crowded. Yeah, there was a lot of there was some special team stuff going on there that I uh, I enjoyed. I was watching some of it, and, you know. I got it, but there was on the opening kickoff it was Kevin Rader and UG three. That's what caught my eye. They double teamed the guy, and they mulched the guy. Mm, it I, I didn't an, catch that. Okay. Oh, man. You know, it was just one of those. They got side by side, and they took this guy, and it was like, Timber, wham, and oh. You know, there's more body slams going on. Well, we're going to get to the offensive line because there's, there's oh, there more physical that, yeah. play. Right now, too. Yeah. Yeah, the, right now, the most interesting areas for me are the tight ends mm-hmm. and the um, nickelbacks.
1: Yeah, that's still to be determined, but Yeah, I'm sure we'll get the Raider.
0: There's some, like, uh, good battles going on there, mm-hmm. you know? And I actually saw Friar Muth. was actually playing physical. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I, he's I, very was, willing. Yeah. I. has well, yeah, got, got some learning to do. Yeah, he's got some learning to do. Yeah. I had not seen I, – I I thought he was a noted blocker, but I guess not. Not really. Okay. Yeah, I I For some reason, I thought it. Penn
1: State He's big and strong end. and willing. Oh, and yeah. You didn't ask him to do much of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because you, 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 think,
0: you think, you know, a Penn State tight end. Sure, okay, sure. Okay, the Traditional. Dukes, he the man apart. should be able to block. Right. I mean, every noted tight end coming out of Penn State, the, the dude could block. Right. Right. Times have
1: changed. Yeah. <laughs> not many Oops. college tight ends yeah. block at all anymore. Really? Yeah, they're just moved. I don't watch the college game that much. He was detached. I mean, he was in the slot a lot. Okay. And he, I mean, he was their top receiver. I mean, if they threw the ball, he threw it to him. Well, you know. you know, he can
0: obviously can catch the ball. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing yeah, yeah. that uh, that in, in any way, shape, or form dissuades me from the fact that this guy uh, is very capable as, mm-hmm. as far as being a pass catcher. But we already got Ebron. All right? You already got that. If you've yeah. got your first two tight ends are noted
1: pass catchers who are not noted for any sort of blocking. Now you got some issues, right? Which brings us to that tight end conversation. I think we're going to have here, you know. And I think the difference is, I don't know, if Ebron's ever going to be a good blocker. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah. I think Friermuth might be a year from now or so, but counting on him all of a sudden to be an inline guy this year probably isn't happening. No, I, no. I don't think so. Again, the bottom two guys, Zach
0: Gentry, he 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 he's totally totally blown me away. He's much and better, much better. I mean, at least physically, this guy gets after it. He dropped one the other night. Mm-hmm. That was it was like, come on, Zach. Yeah, you're a former quarterback. You should be able to catch it. <laughs> that would have ticked you off had you well, you know course. you thrown that ball to somebody and they dropped that one. But his willingness to get physical is um I, is is he's come is a long really, way. Yeah,
1: he's not. Super high leverage guy anymore. His pads are a little lower. He sinks his, you know, his, his bends his knees, sinks his hips a little bit more. Um, and he finishes. And he finishes.
0: Man, I saw him do a little uh, mulching of, of some people. I, I uh, he, he came on Raider. a counter trade. Yeah. Did you, he just finished. I was like, he "Way to go, to. Zach!" Yeah, I didn't see that before. Oh, big blue,
1: <laughs> big blue had put the put the mulch on a guy.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: I, I still think Raiders more valuable on game day.
0: I do believe, I Better
1: special teamer, tougher in-line guy, short yardage.
0: He's catching the ball well. He catches the ball well, too. You know, he's run some good patterns. You watch him in practice. I saw him give the wiggle waggle one time to uh, a linebacker and and Mm -hmm. break away, and I thought, you know what, good for him. That looked uh, pretty good. Um, I, I like Raider overall. Right now, I think he's number three. I do, too. But I'm I'm happy for Zach because I think Zach is making a move. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really – he really looked better to me.
1: They were really patient with him early in his career after drafting yeah. him because originally he kind of looked like a newborn baby deer to me, you know. Well, he, he looked like a here? quarterback yeah. playing tight yeah. end. Yeah, I mean, gangly you know? learning as he goes. Well. And but Getting they've been dedicated up. to Raider, Raider too. You know, they easily, they easily could have moved on from Raider these last sure. couple of years with his injuries and whatnot. But they've seen something there, just like Gentry. You know, like they're gonna right. stick with him, bring him to camp every year. He's he's a quality player. I really like the fact that uh,
0: you know what he he put about ten pounds of muscle on. I mm-hmm. talked to him before the game and um, just watching you know out there, you could see he's rebuilt his body. You know, mm-hmm. he looks like he's been. Doing squats with manhole covers on the bar, he nice, was going up and nice. down in place, <laughs> and eating some beef steak. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: I think he knows where his bread's buttered. You know, well be like he's a got a physical inline guy. You know, bring an element that the tight end room doesn't really have. No question about it. I think that the the tight end uh, position. You
0: know, you look at these two guys. I think the bottom two are are bringing a physicality. Although, again, with Fryer-Muth, um, I was pleased. I saw some. A couple finishing blocks by him. Yeah, he got asked. Start. Yeah, and it's it's a start. It's uh, you know it's one of those things where it it's it's kind of like um, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, you know what I mean. Physical play. You know, all of a sudden you you know you blow somebody up and you're like going, oh that was fun. You know, (laughs) and it depends on you know who in the room is is like excited about it. If your position coach, all right, is get excited about it, goes that's what I want to see. That's exactly what I you know I want played out there. You got to see this guy's watch this. and you know now everybody in the room starting to go, well, gee, I'd like to you know hear that done when I, I do yeah something right, like that. right. So they people start to get a little more physical
1: in their play, and they, you know that's that's
0: part of the game, and that's part of coaching.
1: I mean, it's pretty obvious that the physical aspect of this offense is being drilled into the every member of the offense over and over and over. Starts with the O line, but the tight ends are an extension of that too. You know, and no even pullbacks. and you know. You know, it makes me wonder. To go,
0: well, Ebron. I mean, you know, how how what's his value now? I mean, yeah. because I, I I don't see a problem going four tight ends. They've done it before. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I wonder if you're going to just go. You're going to get fifty-three
1: or... pretty quick, though.
0: I what's mean, up? You're going to oh, get yeah. the
1: fifty-three on this roster pretty quick. There's yeah. a lot of D linemen and outside linebackers. Now That's an extra a good inside point. Inside guy, you know, like. I don't know if you can keep four. You well, know, the problem is that uh, having flunked Matt twice, you know, you <laughs> kind of carry the wand. It's easy to say, like, yeah, I'd like <laughs> to keep four of these guys.
0: but I'd like to keep pre-work. eight of them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's not going to work,
1: right? <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't quite work that
0: way. No, it doesn't work that way at all. But I, I truly, you know, just watching the two, Raider again has impressed me throughout camp. Mm-hmm. But Zach is just of late.
1: Uh, I've seen some things that he's just never done. It's great to see a young player, and he's still young. Take that big step. And tight ends take a while. And like you mentioned, he's a quarterback turn tight end. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, you know, Friarmouth isn't going to happen overnight either. And you're right about Ebron. Like, Ebron's a big slot to me. I mean, you can call him a tight end if you want. He's right. a big slot. And he can create some mismatches that way. But he's really a wide out. I mean, he's really more receiver than he is tight end. All right. We got to go to break. Okay. All right. It's Matt Williamson, Dungeon Wolf
0: in the locker room on a Saturday morning special edition. You know what? Nobody brought donuts this morning. Zooks. I forgot nice. my. I did not, I didn't do justice here. All right, the cheese eater and and me, the donut kid. We'll be back after this. You're listening
1: to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation. Beloved Black and Gold, SNR.
0: In the locker room, Dungeon Wolf and Matt Williamson on a Saturday morning special edition. The cheese eater and the donut kid—we were hanging out together. <laughs> you can guess which ones, which. Actually, I'm sure yeah, that you could probably easy. flip it back and forth too, between Matt and I. Either couple, sounds good right now. Yeah, I'm a couple hungry. notable eaters. You know, before we launch into this next segment here, I want to extend our sympathies and condolences to the family of Greg Coons. Uh, you know, he's a valued member of the iHeart family. He passed away three days ago. He was a producer for a long time on the In the Locker Room with Dungeon Wolf show, and. Um, you know, poor guy was suffering, and uh, we loved him. And uh, you know what? He he loved Jesus. He was a devout, faithful follower, and 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 a, and a godly man. And you know, I know his family. Uh, boy, it's tough. But uh, right now, you know, he's he's in a better place. So, uh, much love to all the Coons family, and it'll get it'll get better. You know, it's always tough in the in the aftermath, the first few days. Okay, so Matt. We were uh, watching the other night, and one of the guys that stood out to me, boy, and it's interesting, is uh, Isaiah Bugs. Yeah, Isaiah Bugs. Okay, he's we we saw some mobility. Mm -hmm. we saw him run a couple twists. He got got what pressure? Did he get a sack or did he just get pressure? I think it was um, whacked the guy. But I was I was. Favorably impressed. I thought Isaiah Bugs made some nice stops on the runs. Uh He's got some run stoppage power. Oh, he does, yeah. Um, And uh, I I was just impressed by uh, some of his work. What would you think?
1: Yeah, I think he's a really intriguing guy who, like Gentry, is taking a a step forward at about the same stage of their career. Um, A lot of competition at that position right now. I think we should get into that as well. Bugs is a big body guy. He's got a history with the the line coach going back to Bama, and I think they got right. a good rapport and is getting a lot out of him. Um, you know, Davis we saw run down on kickoffs a little bit too, and he's How looking more that? explosive.
0: Yeah, I love that man. I was sitting there watching on. All right, cause, okay. You yeah. know, I was L L two or L three on 1980 opening kickoff. Oh, really Three Rivers Stadium? Guess who made the hit? The kid. Nice. Now, as Tunch said. Yeah, you were so slow, everybody else got blocked. <laughs> <You're> the only... <laughs> and they it. It's like,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Chalooch. <laughs> <laughs> Davis could run a little bit, too. And he did. Yeah, bugs are showing a lot. You know, um, you get a
0: 300-pounder with a full giddy-up, mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, that's that's not going to end well for a lot of people. No, we've you,
1: seen Mondu do that. I mean, obviously, Brett Kiesel made right. his, you know, m- he made to his do bones made it that, that way. Up, yep, yeah, yeah, you, I, I you I think that's. Means that they like you. you know, oh. They're not even going to you know, throw you out there at all. That's an Absolutely. interesting battle at D line.
0: It is. There, there's there's some mobility guys like Carlos Davis. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can run down and be on that kickoff team as a 300 pounder, it says something about number one your athleticism and number two your willingness to uh, el kibong somebody.
1: Yeah, right, right. I think he runs well. Yeah, he, track he, background too. Yeah, you know, he,
0: right. Yeah, he ran very well. Um, the and and the difference has been in my mind, Carlos is. Been a little more apparent on the past Russian. Yes, Isaiah more on the run stoppage. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. Now the question is, can Isaiah be productive in the past Russian, and can Carlos mimic the productivity of Isaiah in the run stoppage? Yeah. And to me, that's that's probably what the difference. That's what you're looking is. at now. Yeah.
1: You're right. And and I guess you wonder if if neither of those happens, which one do you value more? Is there room for both of them? Um, I'm sure there's still practice squad eligibility there, so I don't know if they're going anywhere. But warmley's played pretty well. Uh, Mandu has, you know, been valuable here over the yeah. last year or so. And you know, he's I got a Lover nice little push,
0: push pull. I'm sorry. Uh, the Mandu, he's got mm-hmm. a nice push pull. He's a good you athlete know, too. boom. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's another good athlete, big body guy. That uh, I would be wouldn't be surprised if you know he was able to do a little kickoff. You know, yeah yeah stuff.
1: yeah he's done some of that too. um, I think Loudermilk's impressive, yeah, and louder another guy, this defensive line, you know they get tricky all uh, of a sudden. it is but the top three ever playing, yeah you know, you, right.
0: yeah yeah you, you don't even have the top three guys playing, like you said, and the fact is Loudermilk, um, I thought he was more of a project, and i look at him and go me too, you know i maybe he's still a project, but his project ain't that far off, no, he disrupts
1: know? throwing lanes, he keeps people off his body pretty well, right, obviously as a Impressive body type, and I would imagine you've probably seen him in person. I mean, more than me. Do you, I mean, can you put ten more pounds of muscle on there over the next year or two? Probably fifteen or so. Yeah, right, right. You know,
0: but this—he reminds me of uh, Aaron Smith and Brett Kiesel when they were rookies. They were a lot leaner um, than people remember. Probably. Yes, yeah, and they were not yeah. the developed, you know, three, four defensive ends that they became mm-hmm. in the Laboe system. That the, the, they were both. In my mind, they were just tremendous players. Yeah. They were both great players. Aaron um, Smith was
1: like 260 when he got drafted. Yeah. I, I mean, he was a, yeah. an edge guy. Exactly. Really? Yeah.
0: And his ability to play both the run and and pass uh, was tremendous. And he really – he Kimo Von Ol, Olhoffen was the guy that really kind of set the stage for those two. Really okay. taught him the, the close quarter combat techniques, the hand play. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kimo being there – and I'm trying to remember who else was there at that time – but Um, It allowed Aaron and Brett to come along and develop. Yeah, sure. You know, Brett was more of the the athlete than Aaron as far as, you know, Brett could run like crazy. Yeah, right, right. He just had crazy speed for a big boy, Mm -hmm. you know, for a mountain man. I mean, I think if he got rid of the beard, he would have had a little cleaner airflow, so he probably would have been (laughs) faster. But, you know, the beard was just – that was just cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If Loudermilk had even come close to having a – career trajectory as those two. I mean, right. now you're talking. Well, if you he's could, been passing the test.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's done more uh, than I anticipated mm-hmm. seeing him. I thought, you know, he wouldn't hold the point as well that he would have a little more right, trouble right. closing the riding his gaps down on the backside, you know, with the, like you said, keeping guys off his body. His lockout was impressive, yeah. you know, for a young buck. You he know? doesn't play weak. No. You know, I
1: thought he'd be a push around, play too high. Right. You know, and I haven't seen much of that. Moves pretty well, um, obviously has great dimensions to disrupt passing lanes. You know, what I mean, I yeah, mean six seven. He had yeah. a
0: pass defense the other night. Yeah, got his paw up there and knocked the ball down. But Bugs is starting to be a favorite of yours, huh? Well, um, I just noticed him more. Yeah, you know, okay. what I mean, yeah. the thing about it is you just start to notice these guys. Okay, where you been? Yeah, you know, what I mean, you, you got to be, uh, you got to get yourself noticed. If you're if you're not noticed by the second game, uh, it says n- not very good things. But unless of course you haven't played. <laughs>
1: Well, that's one thing that happened in this one is the Steelers, which I'm sure we'll get to their O-line and the dominance right. that they had running the football, in this, especially in the second half. The Steelers defensive players only played like 10, 11, 12 snaps in the second half. Like, it wasn't much of a value. Yeah. <laughs> I you mean, know? you know, the the guys that be practicing today, the defense,
0: yeah. they're going to be well-rested. It's the <laughs> right. offensive guys, right. 40 minutes,
1: 41 minutes And or it was over like 40, that. yeah. That was uh, just crazy. Just the ball. and Loved it. Uh, I mean, with all respect to the running backs that were out there, including Jalen Samuels, I kept thinking, what if this was Snell or Belage? I mean, they would have been gouging him for a lot more yards even. You know what I mean? They were big holes. I was impressed with Jalen, though. I thought, game, either you, either know, game, yeah. thing, kinda, you know, here's the thing. Jalen's
0: always kind of – you know, he he dropped, I don't know, what is it, Buck fifty or thereabouts on the Patriots his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And it, you don't do that – you don't do that uh, by accident. You know, I know that uh, there was a lot of people who said, well, you know, Belichick was probably wanting him to carry the ball more. Well, he, Belichick wanted him to carry the ball more, but Belichick don't want him to do a buck fifty, you know? <laughs> I mean, true. hello. Right, right. No, you one's, know? no one's thrilled with that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I look at it and say, you know, he's got NFL quality reps in him. Uh, oh, What yeah. happened, though? I mean, it was just like it just kind of disappeared for
1: – I don't think he's a real natural runner, and he did have a good game. I thought he missed some holes in that game, and that's kind well, of how yeah. I was going with that too. Sure. Like, what if that would have been, yeah, Belage or? Snow well, I think you or... could say that
0: about McFarland too, and yeah. then, you know, some of the other yeah. guys that uh, there was a couple of run up the Keister runs, yeah, know, type they, of some thing. Some of that,
1: but boy, I bet you were pretty excited about <sighs> the O line just taking the game over. How could you not? Yeah. Be? How could you not be right? Oh I my seen goodness! That so long, All right, right.
0: Here, here's the thing: I'm gonna say. Dotson is the Cadillac of that front line. I, I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Um, when you and, and tip of the hat to Rashad Coward, who's I think been doing some some good yeoman's work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but Dotson got in there and there's a couple plays. Yeah, it looked like it was his first go, but uh he bodied out a couple of guys like that is Kevin Dotson. That's mm-hmm. the guy I remember. That's exactly what I want to see. If you can take one of those three techniques off the ball by yourself because you're Dan Moore, love him. You got to be a little more oomph on that double team. Mm. You got, you got, you you can't bless a guy. Okay, (laughs) you got, you got to do more than bless him. You got, you got to put the shoulder in there and have some grunt and groan and drive the guy out. But Dotson walked the guy off by himself, and uh, he did that a couple of times and had a nice trap block uh, and his pass protection. You know, I, I thought was very good. Uh, it, you know, had some up and down, which I expected. But he had like 50 snaps, and uh, if if condition was a problem, which I, I, I don't know, if it I don't was think it don't was. That was the whole story, There's there's right. a lot of stories going on out there. I don't think that's the case.
1: Whatever the story was, it worked.
0: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna I be mean, right back
1: to the ones. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't. Right. I don't. Yeah.
0: I I would expect him to be it's back a lip in on the radar lineup, in his career. Think. To me, I think maybe it's. A I think he kick. might be their
1: best lineman. Well, that's that's my kind point. of what you said. You say it's the Cadillac. You know, guy, right. I mean, I think he he is the Cadillac up front
0: there. Now mm-hmm. he's got to consistently come out and do the the things that he's he was doing uh, in the second and third quarters there, and sure. uh, understandably the competition. But there were some big boys that he was wrestling, hog wrestling with in uh-huh. there. And uh, again, you know, when you can take uh, three hundred pounders uh, off the ball and do it by yourself, and this we we haven't seen it. You know, I mean, this was uh, a a tribute, in my mind, to the fact that Adrian Clem has got these guys uh, physically challenging uh, guys across the line of scrimmage Yeah. in a way that we didn't Finney, too. Absolutely. B.J. Finney is just good, solid Brahma Bull tough. Mm -hmm. This is a guy that I I love this kid because uh, he just plays with, um, you know, if if Dotson's the Cadillac, this – he might BJ be the is dump like truck. he might be a Hummer, you yeah, know what I right, mean? Right, You know, not fancy. You know, maybe a dump truck would be the good thing. But <laughs> he is just, you know, one of those guys. He's just salt of the earth, tough. Yeah, you know, and way. you can bet on this kid uh, lining up. You know, each and every play. He might not ever rise to the heights of, uh, you know, he won't rise to the heights of an Allen Faneca that sort of no, thing. Of course, right. But you know what? There's only so many Fanecas mm-hmm. ever. No, in you the win NFL. games with
1: Finney, especially at guard. I like him a little better at guard than I do at center. I just think that's more his natural position, just wide body, come off the ball and be tough. Um, But you're right. I mean, I I think Dotson, whatever this blip was, I think we'll forget about it in a week or two. He'll be in with the starters. He'll be a foundational player for a long time. Um, Tomlin is so good at motivating and pushing the right buttons. I'm sure that all this is not an accident. You know, no question. And he looked like a man amongst boys in that game. You know, he really he did. Twos. You know, he was the best player on the field for a lot of snaps.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I was. I was just so excited for him. I saw him pregame, you know, and he just looked good. And uh, I, you know, I, again, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened and why, yeah. but you know what? At this point, who cares? Nah, I don't care you know what I mean? He's out on the field. He's playing. You know, he
1: said all the right things too. I don't know if you caught yeah. this, but he basically said, "I haven't earned anything." I, you know, I'm not, well, I think the way
0: Tomlin phrased it, it led everyone to believe that oh, he did nothing the whole offseason. I don't think that was the case at all. No, no. what well, we, what well, we, you know, well, again, seeing him on, you know, uh, before he put the pads on on the field, mm-hmm. I was like okay, he obviously did something here in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. he, he's looking good and uh, you wasn't know, muscled and up. Donuts all day, but yeah, if yeah. you, if somehow you get hurt and like, you know, it's one of those things where. Well, hold him back a little bit, and then, uh, you know, they're talking about him in the press, and Mike is, you know, justifiably so. He ain't done nothing yet because mm-hmm. he hadn't done anything yet. Right, right. You know? He's a
1: mid-round pick that got thrust in the lineup, you know, kind of by accident, and he did really well, but he's not a five-year starter that gets you know, carte blanche around here. Right. right? You there, there's, right. No, there's
0: no carte blanche extended right.
1: to the young guys. So um, I was
0: excited about him. I, I thought he did a good job. I thought J.C. Hassenauer also had a good game the
1: other night. He's useful. I think Kendrick Green's going to have some up and downs. I mean, Absolutely, I think that's just bound to happen. And he did. And he did. You yeah, know, it wasn't his finest showing, but I think people shouldn't. You know. No,
0: I don't think it's uh, any big problem. No, no, You know what I mean. But I
1: think Haas is a player. I mean, I think he can you know do more than just get you out of games. He took the Rashad
0: too. Smith, that linebacker, fifty-three, and he just body tossed him one time. Boy, it mm. was. I love the physical style of play. There were more yeah. bodies thumping on the ground than I've seen in a long time yeah. in the trenches.
1: And I'm sure you're loving the style of runs. Are you know they're they're putting a hand in the ground. They're coming off the ball. You know the, it's pretty physical. Well, cards. we're, we're under center. Yeah.
0: Get yeah. man. We got some play action. Yeah. You know, I mean, from the get go, we got some under center. You know, uh, play action stuff where you see the linebackers go. You know, they start running towards the backfield and, mm-hmm. oh, turn around, they got a backpedal. Yeah. And
1: that's something big good to see. Big powerful backs. You know, what's that? Big powerful backs. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, without question. No doubt so, no, about it. Things are changing rapidly with, you know, their whole approach to the running game.
0: Well, I'm interested to see what's going to happen uh, when the Lions come to town. Because mm-hmm. Ben's going to make the start. Right. So how much of the Matt Canada offense do you think Ben's going to run versus what we see with, you know... uh Dwayne Haskins, hashing. Josh Dobbs, right. a little more rollout, sprint, uh, sprint the you know sprint outs that sort of thing, and I know that Ben could do it. I, 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 got I don't no think problems.
1: you change much. I mean, no. I think you build the, this offense around Ben, and the other guys are doing what they expect out of Ben at this point. Um, I still don't think they're going to show you the full bag of tricks. I, mean, no. I think there's a lot more motions no. that we haven't seen yeah. and uh, misdirections, and they'll keep it still pretty vanilla. But I also think, I mean, I, you're going to put your ones around Ben, too. I think you'll have a better, oh, a, yeah. a better feeling for what the O-line going to look like on opening day in that Lions game, too. Hold that thought. We'll come back okay. to it.
0: we got more coming from the locker room. It's Tunchin' Wolf and Matt Williamson, the cheese eater, the donut kid, and Lamartina is tickling the ivories over there. <laughs> <laughs> are you a cheese eater or are you a donut kid, Lamartina? Uh, both. He says both. All right, Brian, we'll be back with more after this. Back in the locker room, you know, one of the things we were talking about earlier uh, is the running game and how it really materialized uh, Thursday night, last Thursday. I love the fact, think about it, I mean, over 40 minutes by oh, the man. offense. Yeah. You know, the defense had to be cheering them on.
1: Oh, yeah. You know,
0: I mean, except for probably the guys that, all right. Hey, man, I need some reps out here. I, need to get I guess there we are talking about
1: that. It's hard to evaluate some of these guys because they didn't get many reps because the, 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 the offense just controlled the whole second half.
0: You know, even the, the guys like Aviante Collins, uh, Brandon Walton, um, Joe, uh, John LeGlue, yeah. you know, guys that uh, you know didn't play until later on, they're coming off the ball and you watch them. They're physically attacking the guys on the defense. They were driving their feet. They weren't stopping on contact. And if they did get stuffed on contact, they continued to battle through to the whistle. All things, elements of an increased emphasis on a physical style of play that I think Adrian Clem is bringing to this. That's what I was you're thinking as
1: you started that sentence is, they're all being coached the same way. There's, there's a standard in that room now of physicality right. that's quickly been established the style of runs and the play calls reflect it. I mean, this all comes from the top. I mean, really from the top. I mean, from the owner on down you know, in the offseason and we're going to run the ball with physicality and that's the way it's going to be. We've had a lot of success over the years doing that here. Uh, I, I think it's very, very encouraging um, it, a lot of a lot of teams don't have a quality number two offensive line right Steelers have some depth I mean we'll see what the starters look like against the Fletcher Coxes of the world and that's a different beast right but the fact that they've got a lot of guys is pretty impressive you know Kevin's put some it guys is, together that are useful again you know you go back to the Kendrick Green who at least here's one thing about it. he's
0: snapping the ball whether it's a shotgun or under center uh, he's getting it out uh, in good form good mm-hmm. shape. He's not. I, I can't see any real mental blows. A um, couple times, like there's, there's something going on with the wall right stuff where there's there was a couple pressures and uh, uh, Kendra got turned um, on and guy had a direct rush on him. But Trey Turner could have helped him out. Yeah, uh, Trey, I was a little bit surprised. Trey seemed overly concerned with um, right tackle rather than you know. Center. Staying on the same level with with the center, and that's okay. just something
1: that. Do you think that just, t- just needs to play I think more? I think it's
0: yeah. yeah. You know I mean because you got you can't have a sack on a, on a wall right. You got three guys to handle two. Mm-hmm. All right, and because the outside is designed that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean you know you, that's just that that should be never be a problem. Um, but it looked like Trey left a little early and, and didn't, you know, and maybe he looked can't. a little rusty to me in general. Yeah, you know, overall he, he had a holding time. call. You know right, that right. was part of the problem for Mason. You know Mason looked really good. Mason, looked... those two holds are brutal.
1: Uh, oh, they are. They're, they're, they're drive killers. They're drive
0: killers, and I thought Mason played very well. No, Mason played throw to Deontay Johnson on the sidelines. There. Yeah, you know the one thing about you when you say about Mason is the fact this dude has delivered the two big balls thrown in, uh you know, in, in preseason games. He had oh, the, yeah, the the one, down the field. The, yeah, yeah, Canton uh, down to Chase. The Claypool, Claypool yeah. was a 50, 40, 50 yards. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you had the big 33-yarder to Deontay Johnson there, which that was kind of funny. It was a stop and start type of thing. He's on the sidelines. It's like, stop. And, then, you know, I mean, it was like <laughs> waiting for him to either go out of bounds or something. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, just looking at his that's offensive That's the Eagles' won. I that? mean, again, that was yeah. Fletcher
1: Cox and Hargrave. And, right. You know, the – the Steelers didn't have all their firepower either, you know. And that was
0: yeah, Javon Hargrave. Right. Oh, he's you know he's a good dude. <laughs> you know the Grave Digger. I remember him when he
1: was here, and you know I, I forgot Steve Nelson was in was yeah was he's there a recent too. pickup too. Yeah, for those guys, so they picked had, him up. They had all their ones out there though. I mean they did on both sides of the ball. The Steelers, um, the first half didn't go as well as the second half for the Steelers, and it's clear the Steelers had a lot more depth. And I also think that being in camp longer and having a preseason game under your belt was probably useful on a 90-degree night. Oh, yeah. You know, without question. Oh, by the way, was it hot? Uh, that's what I heard. Oof. It was really that was bad. hot. I mean, it was pouring here at an unbelievable rate, but that's a side note. But yeah. still, I mean, Mason had a tougher job than Haskins. And just because Haskins played great, I think people say, oh, that they blame Rudolph as being bad or something. Yeah. They both can be good. That's Absolutely. A well, think
0: about it. Uh, it this, uh, the problem is for Mason, you got drive killer run, you know, uh, really? uh, holding calls. You got Chooks on a third and two, making a third and seven. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you know you jump off sides, and it's like, oh. yeah. And Chooks Chukes had a little slow start, but he started coming on. Mm-hmm. He started to play with some power and strength that I I would associate with a man of his caliber. Let's go. All right, that's yeah. where you need to be. Lock these guys up. You know, be a bully out there. You know, I mean, one th- one thing about Joe Hag, Joe Hag is is not the athlete that Chooks is. No, right. But right, Joe right. Hag battles. You know, what I mean, he's a fighter. Yeah, he's a fighter. He's one of those guys that uh, he's a survivor and he stays after it. But uh, and I'm excited to see Banner too. To be very, what's honest. That, um,
1: I'm pretty darn excited to see Banner in action too. It's a little overdue. I'm ready for that. Yeah,
0: he needs. Well, Zach needs to get out there. Yeah, exactly. you know, he needs to get out and test that knee a little bit, and I'm hoping. Uh, longer the, week, maybe. Yeah, longer week. It, and, hopefully, and, yeah. Like
1: Been in there, maybe you'd want him out there too. So we'll unquestionably
0: see. so. You know what I mean? Because you, you got to get those those all the starters out together. Um, yeah, they it's about that time. To, it's yeah, it is indeed about that time, and it's the third game, which is the dress rehearsal. You know, back in my day, starters, we'd play the first quarter in the first game, play up to about halftime. The second game, mm-hmm. third game, we'd play into the third quarter. And then by the fourth game, we would play into the uh, to the fourth quarter.
1: Oh, even back oh, – wow.
0: Oh, I mean, it was crazy. The, the starters had a lot of reps. That's a but lot. But they really believed in, you know, because, well, they didn't have the OTAs and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, yeah. to me, they've already proven that it's not necessary to, you know, really have all those OTAs, to have everybody at 100%. No.
1: You know? And with no offense to your era, but these guys are in shape – Year round. Trust NBA. me, we were
0: in shape, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. And I, this is the one thing I tell you because these guys don't know what it is to go through a Chuck Knoll training camp. Sure. Because Chuck Knoll training camp was all about survival. Mm-hmm. You know it. It was you still in shape. You're in trouble. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. That was the problem. That was your north star, uh, the thing that guided you the whole off season. Was every time you like, well, I'm going to tone down the running, maybe or something. No. Because I know Chuck's going to kill
1: us. It's going it, to pay. You know, and it's just yeah. that sort of you can't thing. Can't allow it to happen. So yeah. it wasn't,
0: you didn't have all the accoutrements of the strength training oh, uh, sure, gurus right. around and, and telling you this and that. But let me tell you, Load sometimes you, you made it worse like that. on yourself than. These guys get makes sense because of the fact you know it's going to be really bad.
1: But I I think you're right, especially with Ben starting the third game. It'd be really nice to see the starting O line out there together. Turner second game, Ben first. Green with a little bit of uh, you know work under his belt as a pro. Um, Chooks finally playing on the left side where he belongs, and Dotson as a Cadillac.
0: Yes. No doubt about it. You know the thing Chukes got beat on a good spin move. Um but he was able to recover enough to push the guy into the inside. Yeah. Give up the pressure. Um but that's the thing that he has there is the ability with his athleticism to recover. To recover. You know what I mean? Like A so re- doesn't
1: recover in that situation. Exactly. Probably, that's
0: know. that's the difference. And, Do you and, think
1: Moore's a good enough athlete? Down the road, I when do. he learns. I do too. I do. You he know, I watch him. And yeah.
0: I watch him, and his mechanics are good. He plays a little high sometimes on the run blocking. Yeah. But he he knows his his aiming points. He plays with his hands. Tries to play with his hands inside to stay functionally, you know, in working the inside body and the close quarter combat that you got to have in there. Uh, he's got really good feet. I'd say he's good in space. Um, you know, the thing, I, on screens and things yes. like that. Yeah. The one thing, everything that I see, there's just a little lacking of confidence. I can see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a little unsure. Yeah. Because it, they're they're tentative. You can tell some of the movements are tentative,
1: which you would. Should be. I mean, be. he's right, a
0: rookie. Right. He's a left tackle. It's a hot box, pass rushing, and it's you know something you know with the run blocking, you gotta you gotta be able to pick it up a little bit, but. Um, he, he plays physical or tries to, mm-hmm. um, and it's just—I think it's a growth process. And I do think that, the,
1: man, you get this guy in the weight room for a couple of years. Yeah, I think you—you you get the makings of a, a really good player here. I think he looks for work too. You know, like he's not just happy doing his job. He plays through the whistle and you know looks for the next guy to hit and. I think there's something there to build on. You know, we'll see. I hope he doesn't play one snap this year, to be very honest. Yeah, but, you know, I hope, think there's something there to build on. Uh,
0: yes, I exact. I hope the very same thing. You know, I, th- I think the one guy that that, that uh, Kendrick Green may, may be that guy. You know, he's got a lot of ability. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's obviously explosive. a bright guy. Yeah. He's got good demeanor. He, You know, um, he's got to be prepared for the bull rush, which surprised me when Javon got him. Javon went right down the middle of him. And,
1: I've kind of thought this from day one is that's going to be the guy he has the most problems with. I mean, Aaron Donald, of course, gives everybody problems. Those type yeah. of guys, of course. But I just mean in general, the more nosy type than opposed to the finesse, get off the ball types in protection. I think he's going to have to hunker down against those 320 pounders that come right up your middle. You know, we'll see how he holds up.
0: I think, I think there's a couple things. His first three steps, he needs a little work on okay. when he gets, when he gets a guy on him, um, I think he could really benefit. Go back and watch some Mike Webster stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he's not going to be the Dermani Dawson. Although I, I was surprised, I saw Kendrick run down on the field on a screen. He looked he looked better, faster than I thought. Oh, he can move. Yeah, yeah I, I was surprised. A, a good runner. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I he mean he's not field, a Dermani right. Dawson. DerMonti was so quick twitch. Yeah. He could have been a defensive lineman. Sure.
1: You and know? that's where Green was. I mean, he was a D lineman, was he turned he? offensive lineman. Sort of. I didn't recently, even know that. Which makes sense with the the technique in the first three steps and all those things. He's a a work in progress. I mean, was I was a, a
0: defensive lineman for a play. Uh, get your <laughs> so hands play. up. Yeah, got my hands up. Back of the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. It's a great <laughs> visual. Yeah. What do you, What do you? I, that was so funny. Sorry, that
1: visual was for you. this is radio, but I, I'm sitting here for, throwing my Batting hands in the passes, air, back right. and forth, running
0: backwards. That's- for those who don't know the story, <laughs> no. I, 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 my freshman year at Syracuse, I had to play defensive line for a game. All they wanted me to do was run block the guy over me. And unfortunately for me, I, I made a play on fourth down and stopped the guy because I accidentally got left let loose and, and somehow got in the way and stopped it. So then I'm thinking – Gee, I could do this. I could be a defensive sure. lineman. So the next week when we played the University of Washington, they got an all American guard, right? So it put me on this guy. Just run block him, run block him. I'm like, I can do this. I can I make plays. You know, yeah. I can make plays. I don't need to just be around <laughs> This guy ran blocked me into the back of the X. <laughs> and to make matters worse, I put my hands up because I thought it was a pass.
1: Well, they didn't throw your way. They were afraid of you as a coverage player. All
0: that. I know is it was about a 14-yard butt kick. <laughs> I was driving home the other day, and I saw one of those win promotional things like the guys. Uh, that yeah. said That was me. I, I thought that looked exactly like you. <laughs> Just to see the defensive line coach go, well, you got your hands. <laughs> As you're getting pummeled, oh my goodness, that would have been me, indeed. Okay, so talking about Kendrick Green, one of the things I look at him on the um, some of the the U's, you know, they pull him, toss 17 U, you know, you got the guard and center pull him. They got to get that down. He he, you know, they he'd block the same guy as the guard, or the guard, you know, would block the same guy as the center, you know, and they've got to get that worked out. Mm-hmm. They had some double teams just kind of looking at the offensive line that, that uh, they got to work on uh, you know who's coming off who's staying on that sort of thing but I was so pleased just to see coming right oh absolutely I was as you were so pleased to see the physical type play that they were they were going after guys every time
1: there, there's definitely a whole lot of that and that is a massive trend uh, point of emphasis. It seems like every camp that I can remember in the Tomlin era, there's a theme that you hear the whole building say more and more as, t- as it goes on. And this one seems like physicality at the point of attack, you mm-hmm. know, in running game, you know, coming off the ball. And I'm sure it's mentioned in the hallways, in the shower, and at lunch, you know, every every which way. And it's paying off, you know. I mean, we'll, no see, question. If the, we'll see if the cohesion and the talent can handle the Fletcher Coxes and Hargraves for 17 games. But the mentality and the scheme is going to make it easier on them. You know, you're right. No no question in my mind. You know, again,
0: the biggest thing in watching it was uh – and some of the double teams, they actually did so very well. I'm, I was, I'm, I can, I, I'm splitting hairs here because you know some of the stuff you could tell they just got confused. One time, Dotson mm-hmm. came off and left the guy alone, and it's
1: kind of like the stunts we were talking about yeah, on defense. Exactly, just, you, you know, know got to rep it more in a game, and it'll, it'll just, come. Um, yeah. I, I, I do like the green kid. I just think... Uh, oh, I want to go back to that, because you mentioned it, and I just want to, if you can explain to the listeners a little bit better, you said his first three steps need oh, to get better.
0: The reason I talk about Mike Webster is Mike Webster, number one, was, was phenomenal uh, inside. doesn't matter how big the guy was. Mm-hmm. His first three steps were so quick, he would get into position, then he was so powerful and strong. And he played with low body leverage. And one of the things I see with Kendrick, he gets raised up a little too much. Okay. And I think his first three steps he can maneuver to get into position uh, a little bit better. Okay. Get himself into a more of a ham hock, forward lean, you know, leg driving position on something. And of Webby
1: things. had a real plan huh? oh, and was just yeah. saying mean, snap you know, after snap. The thing and... was, yeah, and of
0: course everything was under center. You know, you didn't have to shotgun snap then. Mm-hmm. You know, but under center, when uh, Bradshaw or whoever was uh, under center, you know, that snap and and he would lock onto the guy's chest plate. Simultaneously, I mean, as fast as that snap was, boom! His other hands hands were so great. Yes, he'd get in there and he'd lock on the guys, and that just put him in position for whatever he was about to do. I mean, if he was gonna uh, slam the guy, you know, if he's we call the ragdoll technique, a push and pull. Yeah, okay, okay. And he was so powerful in his in his grip and his upper body and his lower body too for crying out loud but he has arms like arms like legs and legs mm-hmm. like people did the webby you know <laughs> but um his his first three steps were so quick and he would get in and be able to get to the guy and turn him um before the guy even knew really what was going on so how how I think Kendrick- Green... Yeah, that's what I think could benefit him.
1: Okay, is that is more the technique in understanding? Yeah, he's got all your hands the, with your lower body, right? It's not like Webster did that extremely well. No, I mean he yeah. he, he developed that after or, a period. Right. Yeah,
0: no. I mean it's all part and parcel of being able to move your feet, get into position, retain your low body under and up body leverage, mm-hmm. and then use that that muscular power that God gave you that you work so hard to get ragdoll the guy or lock on and pass protection. You know, sometimes when you sit. Um, and you wait on the guy. If you don't close the gap and confront him in the phone booth, you give him too much of a, a run at you, and especially with the big boys. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, that can be a real headache.
1: That force with all that mass coming at you, and you give him.
0: You got some big boys coming. A you know, coming straight it's like when you. I played the fridge, and he was three seventy-five. Okay, <laughs> job one. Don't don't be underneath him when he falls. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I guess that is a job, important, right? Job two, close the gap. Don't give him a run no, at you. you. You know what I mean? Build up, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I can you see know. Green
1: having that issue at the yeah. moment. Yeah, and, you and know, right. just
0: right now, I, I think it would benefit him. And I, you know, again, yeah, he's so young
1: and oh, wow, he's a puppy. Yes. Green is Green, okay? Yeah, I mean, that's what it green is. Greenhorn.
0: He's, he's, he's really raw. But um, what I like is he's a powerful, solidly built dude who I I see his competitive spirit rise. You know, you can you if you watch the film, I always. Who's down there marshaling uh, the pile? Mm-hmm. You know, who's sheriffing the pile? Who's around? And how do you finish off? Are you, uh, you know, you you walk, you finish a play, and does a guy push you, disrespect you a bit? Nah, you know, you got to be careful with that because if you get too chippy, uh, you create Fine problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Willie Cologne back in the day. Was so freaking chippy that if you know, if you looked at him cross-eyed, he wanted to, to take, smack take you one. You out or yeah, and like a, or whatever, really, you got to let that stuff go out there, you know, because you know you're battling with everybody from the the water guys to you know, to, you know to whoever the you know the guy you're playing against, and, and but Willie was just such a competitive dude and intense and, and so forth. But you got to be able to monitor that, you know,
1: and, and I think Green, go ahead. Yeah, I would say I think Green does, definitely has the energy, the one-two. A lot of traits, This think he's going to take a little bit of time. You know, I mean, right. I mean, and he's got a good coach to coach him up, and he's going to have a lot of opportunity. No question. I really think if he
0: emphasized that first three steps, as I said, um, when he's got when he's covered. You know, mm-hmm. and the other thing is the wall protection, he's got to be careful. Trey Turner can help him out so much. I would think so. You know, the right. thing about it is, you know, if you put a hand out and all of a sudden the center is going backwards, you got to get on that same level. You don't just abandon, okay? You know the center that at again. that yeah, point. Right, you got to right. you got to make sure you're on the same level all the time. Webby would we say, "Sit down, Wolf. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down tight." Okay. You know his voice would get real high in the middle of <laughs> in the heat. Really, it'd be one time he was going uh, Reed is a double team. You know, between he and I on a nose tackle, three four, and he sat down. He goes, "Read, read, read, read." I'm <laughs> gonna go. Uh, I'm right here. I got you. No, no problem. <laughs> you know, but, you know, the, the deep voice of his all of a sudden would rise several octaves when the pressure Starting. was on.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just funny. I, I bet it would take – I'm not comparing to Webster, of course, but it's going to take Green a little while, too, sure. to recognize what's going wrong at the time, too. Right. You know, what's what's happening here? Why are we getting beat with these same protections or whatnot, too? Absolutely. It's the whole recognition of it's going to take time. Right. Well, him.
0: again, you know, Trey Turner, he's a pro bowler. Uh, and he's going to, you know, it was his first time out. He hasn't yeah. had that much work yet. Um, and for for even a veteran, you come out there and you get your feet wet, and it's a process of starting to shed some of the, you know, the rust from the off season. It's not like you're going to pick up where you left off. No, and
1: he, you know, he fought injuries last year. It's a new team. hasn't played in a long time. That's what I expected out of Turner. I mean, I expect rust. That's why they play him in the right in the preseason. Right. I hope it's not there in week one.
0: You know, one of the good things, too, was Joe Haig. I just thought of it. He dodged a bullet. You see when he almost got rolled, when he did get rolled up. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was, was like, uh-oh. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. You know, because.
1: Mm. I mean, knock on wood, but injuries have not been too much of an issue through these right, games. Right, right. You know? I hate, I hate getting rolled up. That was just... That had to be one of the scariest things of the line. Oh, it just is. Because you I mean, can't see it coming. And, oh. you know, you're know you engaged. Tunch Ilkin.
0: I blame you, Tunch. You <laughs> threw your man on the back of my legs to this day. <laughs> broke a bone in my ankle. To this day, I blame him for that. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more. It's uh, Tunch and Wolf in the Locker Room. Matt <laughs> Williamson. After, back after that. In the Locker Room. Bell lap coming up. you Wolf with Matt Williamson and the show killer himself, Brian Lamartina. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
0: he's giving me the fist pump in the background, folks, yeah. He's, he's the best. All right. So we, uh, we're we talking a little bit off air, and we're going to go with – got to come up with my training camp phenom. Now, training camp phenom is something that uh, we started years – about 20-some years ago. Uh, George Perlis came out and uh, said about – Joe Cuglieri, who was from IUP. And he goes, this kid's a phenom! He was like a free agent. He was a nose tackle. And uh, ever since then, Tunch and I have gone about uh, having a a, a training camp phenom. And, you know, uh, well... So, and the that rules done, are you well, gotta the be on, yeah. He's gotta be on flying under the radar. Okay. Uh, Kevin Colbert clarified the rules a few years ago. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, we kind of bent the rules here and there. And stuff yeah, like I'm sure that. sometimes I'm, you know, not everyone fits the bill every year. Yeah, well, especially when I pick, like Lee Mays three years in a row. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't had a real good run of luck <laughs> I was here. Say as that's far not as, your best work, i yeah, don't Yeah, it's think, really not that, my okay. best work, you know,
1: <laughs> identifying uh, talent like that flying under the radar. Uh, but I'm sure there's been some notables over the last 20 years. Yeah. I, Maybe a Willie Parker think, some year or something like that. I think, or, uh, I think my overall record is like um, 2, 18, and 1.
0: Mm, that's <laughs> a great. Touch has pretty much won them all. Okay. <laughs> had so you him guys would of, pick two different ones. Okay? Yeah, we would each pick a different in. one. Ah, and Colbert would uh, give us the final decree ah, on it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I've not done too well. <laughs> so this year. I would, well, now last year, though, I did have a good one. It was James Pierre. Ah, but it was, we couldn't really. That's not an obvious could, one either. Yeah, it really didn't materialize because you can't be down around the field. So it was like we didn't really have that opportunity. Mm. So you I'm going go to go with. people as much as usual. Exactly. Or, right, right, right. You know, so I'm going to go with Jameer Jones. I like it. You know, Jameer Jones is this kid. Uh, he's just, what he just keeps showing up. Keeps showing up. Keeps showing up. When you see a pile, when you see the ball. Uh, and hear the whistle. Somehow he's around it. Uh-huh. He's just usually around the action somewhere. And in special teams. I've seen it. Yep. And on defense, I've seen it.
1: Made a big t- big tackle on special teams, which I think is huge. I didn't know if he's a good bad special team or whatever. He profiles like he would be. Yep. And you see it on defense. I mean, special teams a lot about hustle and one two. This guy plays to the whistle and chases the football. You know, runs away from him, things like that. He does not give up. He's powerful. I mean, I guess he Deceptibly was so. Yeah, he's. He I mean, he's
0: he's not like a he's not a huge guy. No,
1: he's not. But um,
0: he's he seems to bodies move when they he gets in the mix with guys.
1: Yeah, I think he holds the point pretty well in, in the run game and right. you know, forcing things to the inside. Uh, more of a four three end in college, so I think he's you know played that physical style against big linemen at, at Notre Dame and let alone in practice the guys he had to go against their linemen. I think he's very much a keeper. You know who he reminds me of is Arthur Motes.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Motes when he played because Motes was a 4 3 defensive end uh, in, college. in college. Right. Uh, Buffalo put his hand on the ground a lot mm-hmm. um, from the outside position. Um, and I thought here, you know, Arthur being that sort of 4 uh, 3 guy that uh, stood up and, and had the same abilities to accelerate and move and all those things, uh, he does remind me a little bit of him. You okay. know? So I think Sturdy. Uh, yeah, Ar- Ar- Arthur's got uh, a lot more jokes, I think, though, than Jameer. But, but anyhow.
1: <laughs> Arthur's good on the air. Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. Jones has some work to do great. there. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not the man. That, now, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think he's a keeper, though. And they got a lot of bodies there. Um, with all offense to – no offense to Ola and Chick and some of the – other backup outside linebackers they have, I think I'll take Jones over that crew, you know, for what he might turn into and what he's shown in through two games.
0: Well, it's interesting because I thought he jumped ahead of Quincy Roche. I think I so, too. Quince, yeah. I thought Quincy
1: looked pretty decent the first time
0: out, but the, he overall, makes plays work, too. Yeah, the overall work that I've seen from Jones, I think he just keeps showing now. up.
1: Yeah, I think he's the four on game day, don't you? you know, I, right now. Right now. I mean, know, ahead of Marsh, ahead of Roche. Yeah,
0: Cassius Marsh is – you know, he's one of those guys. He's he's one of the fringe guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's NFL capable, right? You know, he's been he's in the league a long time. Absolutely, a great collection. Yeah, great collection of helmets. Um, but there's a reason that he's you know he's sure. been with a lot of teams. I you mean, know?
1: It, it, there's a lot of le- guys in the league like this, and they end up millionaires and they have a long career and with a pension. But when you have him, you're wanting to draft past him, you know, and that's why then then he moves on to the next team and then some team has an injury and, you know, signs him back up. And I think he's useful. Um, Back to Roche. I think he's a great example of a guy, though, that probably would have liked the Steelers' offense to have been less efficient so he could have been out there for more in the second half. That's a great point. I I don't know how to judge him off yesterday. He made another play. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Go off of
0: Canton. Um, You know, he had a nice pass rush, got up the field. Had a nice uppercut uh, when he when he made the move to get the sack. Uh, he was around the quarterback a couple more times. Um, but I think, yeah, you know what, really the success of the Steelers' offense in Philly really was detrimental to a guy like Quincy Roche. He's a perfect example. Yeah, he's a guy that really needed that opportunity to show some more reps, have some more time to be able to build and, and be able to show what he's capable of. Yeah,
1: I think he's a good technique guy. He was productive in college. Uh, I was shocked he lasted as long as he did in the draft. I thought he was more of a fourth-round type of player. Um, not a superstar athlete. You know, I mean, I don't know that he has a real, real high ceiling. But I think Jones has to be ahead of him right now. If you're lining up to play Buffalo right now, if you have to pick who's active of those two, I think it's got to be Jones. Did you see Buffalo last night? I didn't. The they got an offensive line. That, uh, oh, yeah. They seem to really— They're come. a good football team. They're a good football <laughs> team. that's going to be a challenge. This
0: is—you know, I was just kind of like— <laughs> Taking yeah. a deep breath, watching these guys because uh, you look at them and they were—I I don't know how it finished up—but uh, they were in Detroit, but
1: they—they—they're impressive. Yeah, they're very impressive. It's one of the better rosters in the league, and uh, I'm not even sure. I, I will definitely watch a lot of games this this weekend, but I don't know who they even played and who they sat. I'm sure Josh Allen didn't play, but they're loaded. I mean, they're a big-time contender. Another guy that uh, was flying on my radar was. Uh, one of the
0: young, unsung young guns, Anthony Johnson, hmm. <clears throat> University of Buffalo, large prairie mammals. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. That's, that's that used it. to be what uh, we referred to as uh, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Steve Corson would always refer to the. Uh, the big uglies, are the offensive linemen, is large prairie mammals, you know. <laughs> but, you know, Anthony Johnson showed up, had a couple catches. Mm-hmm. You know, he he must have gotten Mike Hilton's stealth mode because he snuck into the back of the end zone, and Haskins rolled out and found him with a 30-yard strike there. That was <laughs> yeah. very nice, you know. Yeah. You're sitting all by yourself. Hey, at least you didn't drop it. Yeah, right. You know what right. I, mean? I mean? You could drop open, it. There.
1: That could have gone worse.
0: You know. Um, no, I he think recovered a worthy. fumble, showed, uh, you know, in
1: Canton he, he, on special teams. There's a couple of those, I don't call them no-name receivers, but lesser-known receivers right. that are all... Cody White had a nice guy. Yeah, he did a couple of good things. Um, I should know his name. The one that the punt return... Rico Bussey. Bussey keeps you yeah. brought him up a few times. Like, he's been on my radar since you've been mentioning him, since we've been doing the show. And um, the punt returner in the, the Hall of Fame game, I forget who who he was. He didn't do much in this past game. Um, oh, more man. of a slot-type guy. Yeah, I'm really... But he's, I'm he's been up. showing up, too. I mean, there's four or five you of them. St- you stumped the Wolf League. <laughs> and you know And you're both looking at going, and that's not too hard to do. <laughs> I doubt it's the last time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right you are, Matt. I'm and on sure. that note... Yeah, on that note. Okay,
0: you know. Good heavens. Uh, so, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> The, um, you know, real quick, and we got time, Brian? You time? Okay. Um, the nickelback position. Mm-hmm. Took a little turn. Antoine Brooks looked good in Canton. All right. Arthur oh, yeah, Mollett, yeah, Harmon, Killebrew, all these guys. Uh, Trey Norwood, all possible guys in the secondary. But uh, we saw Malette. We saw Killebrew play there. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, number one, Harmon's kid is a player.
1: <laughs> I like Killebrew a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, I, he's He can a do player. a lot of
1: things, and he's going to play valuable snaps. Whether he's safety or whatever. Right, right, you know. right, He's good tackler. He's right. big. He's experienced. Good special teamer. I think it's Brooks' job. I, I do, too. But I'll tell you what. I thought did, did did himself some good stuff. Yeah, I agree. I still think they're searching there without question. That'll be a storyline probably right up to week one. But I bet they want Brooks to be the guy. I would think. Yeah, the size and the physicality in you know, the line of scrimmage, background. He, he seems background. to be a physical guy, a little thicker than little uh, thicker Mike A little used to. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's not the little slot corner. No,
0: obviously not. But, it, you know, it's unfortunate for Antoine that he got hurt because, you know, he, he had nice uh, reps going on in Canton. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you, you get dinged up and now the reps go to Mallette, you know. Uh, we know this works, right? Yeah, and – you know, you start absorbing those reps, and guys get a chance to grow. Um,
1: I know we're up against it, but the other one that I thought was Snell. Like, boy, he would have tore those guys up in the second half. Who's that? Benny Snell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with, with the blocking What's he What's going had. on with him? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's in a position to sit back and, no. you know, he, he could have really made a name for himself even further in those circumstances. With Absolutely.
0: That blocking, you know, right? we didn't talk much about it, but Najee Harris, by the way, since we're cramming stuff here at the end.
1: He's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the guy's all right, yeah. He might be good. Yeah, you yeah. know what?
0: You just think uh, he might be good someday. He might be good. I love the way he finished off the run trying to go airborne over a guy. You know, <laughs> even though there was a holding call. I know he's sitting there going, eh, keep your feet grounded. and you They know. <laughs> so
1: save that for the regular season, but say, yeah, I mean, that's what he does. I mean, yeah. he's got a long highlight film of jumping over guys.
0: You know, the one thing that I love about him is the fact that he doesn't resort to making quote-unquote business decisions not even a little yeah
1: maybe the opposite yeah yeah right yeah, yeah maybe he's going to be pretty positive maybe right maybe here. that would be helpful if he did but <laughs> no
0: i love his you know wide open attack i mean he comes at you and he's going to he's either going to put the shoulder down and 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 run over you or he might leap over you yeah. but uh, he's definitely going to test whatever you got right there
1: and there was a run that he could have been stopped for 2 yards uh, behind the line of scrimmage he gets 4 you know, yes that, that, absolutely. There's a
0: lot of that he's a good pile pusher he doesn't look like a pile pusher but he is a pile a pusher. pile pusher, yeah. No doubt. All right, for Matt Williamson, Tunch and Wolf in the locker room with the show killer himself, Brian Lamartina, we're going to be gone. Are we back tomorrow, man? Yeah, we oh, right. yeah. We're back tomorrow. So just like bad breath in the morning, we'll be here. <laughs> See you then.
1: Black and gold football
0: lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR.